Welcome back to Make Do. I'm Julia Scott. And I'm Tiff Arman. And you had your second show of selling things. I, I did. This is kind of like the big one because it was two it days. It looked really cool. You had a very pretty umbrella. Or oh, well, thank p- you. parasol thingy. I know. I love that umbrella so much. I literally keep it inside the house so it doesn't get weird outside. <laughs> like in like <laughs> the like outside storage. Yeah, it's so pretty. I love it so much. But yeah, I had a whole setup and this was two days. I've been like super worried about having enough stock. So I was like making sure I wasn't selling to like anybody. People would be like, hey, can I have this? I'd be like, no, (laughs) you have, you can't, you can't now. Afterwards, yes. Now, no. Which is a perfectly reasonable thing to, to do slash say, just be like, I have to save my stock for this show. That's so good to hear because I was feeling like, I was feeling mean. (laughs) Well, it's it's also kind of the fact that of of depending on a bunch of factors, it can also be just like taking the time out to to handle the logistics of a sale and like packing and shipping can take time away from the stuff that you need to do before a show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And this is something that like I'm kind of learning and it's not something that is given like you think like, oh, of course, that makes tons of sense. But then until you're like doing it and you're like, wait a minute. If I'm packing up and selling all of my stock, not only am I like taking that time away, but now I have to make more stuff. But now I don't have time to make the stuff because exactly. I spent the time packing up the stuff that I sold that I should have saved. Like it's, <laughs> it's like oh no. Yeah, and it's it's easy for maybe from the outside to think that like, well, what does it matter? You get the money either way. But there is something to like having a number of the same things and also a variation of things on a table. And it's hard to know ahead of time, like if you keep the sales open, because I've done that, like I've turned off uh, when I still had an Etsy shop uh, active, I would, you know, go on vacation mode for a couple weeks before just so that I, I mean, sometimes even the practical stuff of having to like unpack the big like plastic totes that I keep stuff in Mm -hmm. to find the mug at the bottom that somebody had ordered. It was just, it was a huge hassle. So yeah, no, that's, it's, it's a... It's a perfectly cromulent and and valid thing to do. (laughs) Yeah, I was totally worried about like the table looking full, right? Because you don't want to look like you just like rolled up and have like two things sitting on the table. And plus, then you wouldn't make enough in the sale to kind of compensate because I had to rent the space. I had to rent the table and the chairs. And I didn't rent hanging space. But like still, it was like that is all cost that goes into the market that you kind of have to make back. And luckily, like it's it's low enough that, you know, you have a few sales or like one big sale, depending on what you're selling. It's it's still like a thing that you're like, I have to have like this, like ready, I have to I can't just show up with, you know, a few things on my table. Plus, I want to look cool. Like I want to people to hang around, you want to have people (laughs) there for a little bit of time to make a decision as opposed to like, you know, their whole like the drive by of, oh, I'm just going to walk and browse and I can see everything in like one stroll past your table. You want someone to be forced to stop and shop for a second and see stuff and have time for their brain to like think about what they're going to buy. Because you, like I said, I saw pictures of your table, I think on your Instagram stories and something that I don't think we had talked about yet, because uh, you have now little glass succulents right mm-hmm. that are like in pots and like my my initial thought was i think that like your dwight Schrute and the succulents would be what drew people up but maybe i'm completely wrong what did people like respond to 
I got a lot of response about Dwight. I mean, everyone walking by was like, <laughs> that's so great. It's Dwight. A couple people thought it was Harry Potter. I didn't bother correcting them because they were, again, just walking by and being like, Harry Potter. And it's like, no. Someone... I want so I, I wish someone would buy it and think it was Harry Potter and like put it up in their kids' Harry Potter themed. <laughs> and it's I'm just like Rain person. Wilson is just there. <laughs> But yeah, that was You're uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me get my red Sharpie and you just put on a tiny little scar on his forehead. <laughs> but yeah, so that that was nice. Like I enjoyed that part where like I I only had one person that almost seemed like they might have been interested in actually buying it. So a couple people had like so people say sometimes like kind of ignorant that could border on rude things and some pe- people just have questions for like what you do as you know from like being at markets but i guess we could talk about them for all the listeners that we have that don't know <laughs> what it's like being at a market but i mean some of the questions would be like what do you do with that and i'm like i don't know what you do i'm like put it on your shelf it's a decoration it's like for people who like pop culture stuff like it's a yeah look at it it Barbara. is what it is i don't i don't know i just <laughs> i didn't quite i tried to answer you know as like friendly and like nice as possible but like sometimes i didn't quite know what to say i'm like i don't know like eat like you can't eat off of it it's made of lead so <laughs> also i don't know like that kind of question was was a little funny to me. Like, what do you do? I mean, I I get those questions. Like you would think that the stuff I make is self-explanatory, but sometimes like the, you know, the, the tiny little bowls I make, I have to explain or the ring holders I have to explain. And I'm like, you can put your bagels or your CDs on them. Do what you want with them. I don't care. Um, Yeah, so, so like, do what you want with Dwight. I don't know. Put it in your bathroom. (laughs) You can, you may have to explain all types of stuff to people. So yeah. it's not just for decorative items. I definitely had to explain that. And some people were like, well, how do you hang it in a window? And I'm like, I, I, however, I don't know what your window looks like. Like, you know, it's, you can use on a, a nail, nail on a suction like, cup. I, I do recommend not a suction cup because I have had them like fall because as oh, yeah, soon as yeah, there's any that. kind yeah. of temperature change in the house, they totally just like, pop, they, they fall and then everything breaks. Um, but yeah, there are like all those, how do you, what do you do with this? I'm like, I, don't know what you do with it but it was it was really it's, nice it's getting art, the kevin it's art <laughs> i don't need to explain my art to you <laughs> <laughs> i should just have that sign up no then i get no customers or i get like really cool customers um but yeah a I mean, lot that of people would be really fun Ooh, <laughs> we should get t-shirts that say that oh yes there you go i should make the same glasses says it that's what i really should do <laughs> <gasps> yes and then have like a uh, little coins at the bottom of the uh, for listeners who have no idea what we're talking about it's a quote from the from the movie empire records which if you haven't seen you should see and if you haven't seen in long enough that you've forgotten that quote you should watch again so yeah i got i got a lot of great response about dwight people who knew who they were they they laughed they like pointed it out to their friends they're like look that's so cool it's dwight like because i think they're walking around this like beach market and i also got a similar reaction to the among us stuff from like all the 10 year olds every 10 year old Mm -hmm. kid is like walking around super bored face and they come to my table and their face just absolutely lit up and they're like oh it's among us like because i feel like there was there was a lot of like beachy stuff at the market. There was pottery. Mm-hmm. There was um, paintings of like, you know, beach scenes. There was some knit things. There's a lot of jewelry. And 
that all like totally fits in. And then, I mean, I had the same thing, like, right. I had like whales and rainbows and that kind of stuff. But then I, at like the end of my table, I have like Dwight and among us, like, where does that come from? Totally out of left field. And so I think that I really delighted a whole bunch of people with that. And that made me feel really <laughs> good. So, but like overall, it was a lot more interactive and different than before. There was a lot more just passerby foot traffic than the one I did earlier in the summer because I feel like that was more of like a a local thing. It was smaller. It was in a little courtyard. Uh, most of my customers... More of almost like a showcase thing. Yeah, much more like a showcase. And it, they had like music and little wine and cheese kind of thing. So it was way chiller. A lot of my customers on that show were like our neighbors and like friends and those type of people. And like, you know, just just supportive people in your life and a couple strangers and then for this one it was like you know neighbors stopped by but they had already bought stuff from the other one so customer base was mainly just extra people like people just coming through town it was a busy summer day like people going to the restaurant coming off the beach like just day tripping there to walk around town so it was a much different attitude um, and I had a lot more people pass by, but probably about the same amount of sales. Okay. Cause I was going to ask, cause I saw you also did a little sort of post show sale on your Instagram and mm -hmm. just like, again, it's kind of hard to estimate, but from what I remembered of your table and the stuff that you had, it looked like you had some good sales. Oh yeah. I mean, especially because like, so when I say that, I mean, because it was about the same amount of sales each day. Because I mm -hmm. this one was two days worth, so my second day table was uh, was looking a little sparse. And a funny little anecdote that happened was I had a neighbor who came by. Actually, the neighbor that I made the rooster for, if you've seen that on my Instagram account, he came mm -hmm. by and he was like, "You can't have this stuff just laying on the table. You're missing all the light. You're missing like <laughs> the the beauty of it. You can't see through it. You have to have it up." And I was like, "I know." Uh, my problem was that I had to way the idea of building display you know something to display it on because there you can't just like go online and be like stained glass display like it just it doesn't work you need something kind of pretty custom because you don't want it to clink against anything the like one little rack that i have it's horrible it's metal stuff clinks on it and you can't really see anything through it because it's black and it's like this big grid it doesn't work so like everything that i found just hasn't been right especially for like the the size of the pieces and anything that hangs down it would be like well this now hangs too low and it hits the thing below it so i can't use that mm -hmm. so it's definitely going to be a custom build for whatever i use as display in the future plus i think that a lot of things that you could buy might make them feel less handmade because like I could, you know, have one of those sort of pegboard walls and put long things on it and hang mugs by their ears, but then it would look like, you know, Target or Pottery Barn pretty much, you know, like those kinds of displays. Mm. I bought I even think um, of one of those sort of like kitchen style mug holders that looks a little bit like, I guess, a toilet paper holder or yeah, a, like a I know um, what you mean. paper towel yeah. holder, but it has little hooks on it. I never got to use it because COVID happened before I got to use it. Um, but I keep thinking like, cause mine, my mugs aren't all the same size, kind of like what you're saying. And also I'm like, well, will this make it look too much like a, I know we, like a, a store display in a way that is not an, an, an artist's display. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah. You don't want it to look like it's not handmade. You want yeah. it to still have like a, uh, like on brand for yourself, right? Like your yeah. aesthetic and like your charm. And it's it's also it's also really hard sometimes to when you if you want to like hang stuff or get different levels of especially like for for both of us. You want people to feel comfortable maybe like picking things up, but right. some displays will make that either will make the customer too nervous to do it or will increase the risk that they're going to break something. Right. You know? So it needs to be like super sturdy. You can't just like take something down and then like it all falls over. So it's it is like really tricky to figure out what to do. I had pulled some and had the help from Marco to pull some old windows out of dumpsters. Yeah, uh, in earlier in the summer and I just I really have to refinish them. They're like covered in like drippy glue. There's like rotting wood. Like they're a mess. I really have to like <laughs> put a lot of time into cleaning them up. And that was another thing. It's like I need to way my time of do I clean up these displays and then don't have the stock to display things on them, you know, so I feel like that's going to be an over the winter project when I have a lot more time. So I didn't get a chance to really refine what my market table is going to look like. The great thing is, so the neighbor that came by and was like, you have to display this better, you know, it'll look so much better, entice people more. And I'm like, I totally agree with you. He, uh, but, and then I, expl- I explained to him my, my problem. He shows up the very morning of the second, the, the morning of the second day and on his bike is this stand that he like whipped together super quick, but it had like a weighted bottom. It had like a, a big, um, I'm going I'm to cry. I know it was like a T with like two tiers, like it's a, a, a capital T and a lowercase T all in one, you know, I'm trying to describe it. And so it had enough space to like hang the things It had little eye hooks and he even like put little twist ties on it. So I would be easily be able to hang my stuff on the eye hooks that was from it. It was it was so amazingly sweet. I'm like, this community is just really great. He's such a special neighbor. And he like, we, we just we adore him. And that's why I made him that rooster because like, I I just I think he's so cool. And so he just drops this off. He just like whipped it together up at his house and and made it for me. So I had like a whole bunch of things uh, for the second day hanging up on that. And it was great because it allowed the sun to shine through it had them like kind of spinning freely, but not knocking into anything. So I think I might like take his design that he like just like you know, whip together overnight and maybe like refine it and do something like that in the future. But it ended up being great. So I ended up having a nice little display for my second day. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, no, I, you know, people, people are great. Like, what can you, <laughs> what can you say, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and speaking of people, I think that that's what really makes markets kind of great and what I didn't realize before and I I discussed a little bit with the the little showcase show that I enjoy the the drive-by conversations that happen like I don't get stuck you know talking to people for a long time I can have like a little chit chat about the stuff that's on my table and then we move on Um, what I really loved was I was next to some fantastic people and that really helped that 
during the day, like when it was slow, we would chat and get to know each other. I actually happened to be next to the same person that I was next to in the little like showcase market. So like her and I, we were chatting a whole bunch. I was talking with her boyfriend a bunch. She makes like screen printed and hand painted clothing where and she does like reverse tie dye stuff. It's really very cool, very spiritual themes. Super, super neat. We'll totally link to her in the show notes. Uh, it's absolutely all seeing studios on um, so that she was next to me, Sarah from all seeing studios. Um, The other side was this woman named Faith and she made this really cool jewelry. She had these pendants that were like, they were made of glass, but like fused glass. And so it looked like an ocean scene. Like it looked like the water and the beach, but it was like all fused together and like this delicate little pendant. And she made like these really nice ankle bracelets, which I bought one. Um, I've been looking for like a nice ankle bracelet for so long. And it's also fun, like, shopping at each other's tables, which I also didn't expect. It was almost like we were just, like, (laughs) passing money back and forth because we just – everyone just kept shopping at each other's tables. And so it's, like – it was it was pretty great. We should have just traded, really. Uh, But it was – that was a really nice touch. Um, So I think that that was uh, an unforeseen, you know, wonderful part of the day. (laughs) And and kind of hilariously, like there was this fly that was biting everybody, but we all kind of bonded and getting eaten alive by this fly. (laughs) Um, So so that was that was really nice. I feel like a a market day like that, if you sat next to the wrong person, it could really like ruin your day. But again, I can't imagine someone being that terrible. I I can neither confirm nor deny, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I can't imagine like a craft fair person being terrible. I don't know. Everyone seemed like in good spirits besides like most people melting in the sun. We happen to have shade. So, you know, the three of us were pretty happy. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, what can make it bad is if it's a very slow, bad market and you also have like a whiny, complainy Debbie Downer type mm. person next to you, that can be that can be hard. But also sometimes if you have a good market and you have someone next to you who like does, doesn't quite appreciate your success... But yeah, no, no, but like it is, it's it's one of the things that I really like about sort of being on a very small version of a, of a market circuit is sometimes you will meet the same people over and over again. Uh, and you'll be like, oh, right, because you were at that Christmas market at that one place last mm-hmm. year, obviously not this last year, but and 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 then you're like, wait, no, we weren't. But and it's just it's fun. And it kind of is like. Yeah, like with with your with your neighbor too. That like everybody pitches in. Like if if somebody needs help with with a, a table cover or something else, or like you finish quickly and you help somebody else pack up. It's just it's 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 really nice. Yeah, it's very um, it's it's much more community driven than I thought. You know, like you know, one person needs to go to the bathroom. Hey, can you watch my table and tell people I'll be right mm-hmm. back? Or like. Oh, I have extra tablecloth clips, you know, like here, you can use these. And it it was just it was really, really cool, like hanging out like that. And, and also like making jokes of like, Oh, my God, did you hear what that person just said? Like, <laughs> you know, after they leave, and they, they say something crazy, or, or like slightly insulting. It's like, well, I'm right here. <laughs> you know, We could all kind of <laughs> laugh at it together. And, and that was that was really nice. It was, it was a really great experience. 
and you learn each other's sort of sales patter. I always joke about that with with my market neighbors. And I'm like, you're going to get so sick of hearing me say the words microwave and oven safe. I'm sorry. It's just, it's a thing. (laughs) Oh, totally. I'm sure like I I basically killed everyone next to me with being like, these are made right here on Ocean Beach. Like (laughs) trying to be like, hey, buy a souvenir. It was made here. Like (laughs) enticing people into sales. It didn't really work, but you know. Hey, um, some of the funny questions and stuff that I got, I mean, again, it, it's, it's not stupidity. It's, it's more ignorance. Like people being like, oh, do you make the glass here? And I was like, no, they really frown on like forges being on island, you know, <laughs> like they're very worried about fire. <laughs> um, I just, I find it, it was just like, you know, certain funny questions that like, I want to answer just like, no, but just saying, no, I don't make it here. It sounds like then it's less handmade i don't know that's what like my overachiever Mm -hmm. brain says to me where if they question the technique or like some part of it like do you oh you make this here you know they 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 question it with that like impressive inflection you make this glass you make the glass here and it's like you dye the glass yourself and i was like well no i i buy sheets of glass but realistically like I cannot make glass. Like, you, know, you know what I mean? Like that is like a whole different. I think only only thing. once have I had the question of like, does this clay come, you know, from your backyard or nearby? And it's like, no. But I mean, that's the like, thing you that's can what it's do like. if. You... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, did you make the solder? It's like, no, I don't make. I mean, no one asked that, but that was like kind of the feeling of. And then they were kind of turned off that yeah, I didn't make the glass here, but it's like. But I made the thing like then this took me like 15 hours, Like, but I made the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. Did you sure the sheep to get the yarn and then dye it yourself? And then you made the hat like absolutely. So and now I'm like, oh, am now, I doing it wrong by not making the glass? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> to the board. It's actually funny. <laughs> the. I have I haven't had my first class with with students yet at the junior high where I'm going to be teaching one day a week, which we'll I've be talking some... out next show. Yes, uh, but I've had some meeting with teachers and stuff, and it's funny because the the friend who recommended me for this job, who I'm going to be working kind of you know alongside, uh, we've been at markets together. At one of them, we were even literal like table neighbors because she makes really cool sort of uh, dark gothic jewelry. Uh, And so, you know, we've also helped each other. I was was about to say helped each other go to the bathroom, but like (laughs) helped each other run off to the bathroom and watch watch the table. So you've had now two like kind of different types of shows. Do you think this is when, when, you know, more markety markets are a thing again, do you think that this is something that you're going to want to keep doing? The physical markets? I'm definitely going to keep doing this show. I feel like that now that I'm doing it, this is just going to happen. Stained glass has been sticking around for a while for me. Like, I still want to do it. There's still more stuff I want to make. I'm, I am still feel like I haven't mastered it yet. So I'm not bored of it yet. And not that I master things, but... You know, you know how it is when you You're just not like done with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My brain, the serotonin is if serotonin, that's the right chemical, the happy chemical. Yes. It's still flowing from when I make glass things. <laughs> it it hasn't well, given that's up. Good. And uh, then I'm on to like the new hobby, <laughs> the new hotness that's out there, Ma- pouring glass sheets. I don't know, but 
yeah, so for now, it's still sticking around. So I still want to make it. I feel really good about selling my pieces. Uh, when I sold my plants, though, I felt like a little baby was leaving. I was like, my baby, <laughs> like, be, be good, grown up, fly, fly, my pretty. <laughs> uh, but they did sell. So that, w- that was great. Um So yeah, I think I'm definitely going to keep doing markets. I have another one that the organizer of the kind of like showcase one early in the summer, that first one, um, they're doing another one. So I'm going to sign up for that. And that one's going to be like off island. So I got to take the boat (laughs) with all my stuff. I know. (laughs) Um, Again, outdoors. So we'll see. Are you starting to feel like um, maybe you want to set up more of an online presence or do you want to stick to more to physical markets or are you still like feeling feeling out so physical markets are great for things and i'm still really unsure how to ship them like my plants mm-hmm. uh i just they're so weighted on the bottom and so fragile and delicate on top that i cannot figure out a way to reliably send this off that if a box is put in any angle that it's going to survive like and not crush itself. Uh, I know there's kind of ways to do this, but I'm I'm just not sure how it will survive because it's not only that, like then it can't get like too knocked around. And I don't know if the glass is going to crack or like the seams that I have, like it's meant to sit on your desk or to sit on a shelf. It's not meant to like really go through a lot of things. I mean, solder itself, it's not a... It's not a welded joint. It's it's more like glue. You have to think of it as like metal glue. So it mm-hmm. is fragile and it does deteriorate. And like it it's not a perfect thing. So like it gets jostled in the wrong way, especially when I'm making like this sculpture out of a plant. It's going to crack. Like I was actually a little bit worried about some people who would get a little handsy at the table and they'd like touch the leaf, but they would like pinch it and almost wiggle it and i'm like Mm -hmm. because like you you if you grab it and then you twist it like a like a pop top from a can it's gonna pop right off (laughs) like it's not it's not meant to be like overly handled also they have lead in them you should not handle things with lead on them i mean i could i could absolutely see the uh the the appeal (laughs) to to just because you want to be like oh my god this is not a plant this is something else oh yeah i mean i i have no problem with like people touching like they touch with like a finger but there were definitely some people that are like i was like whoa i tried to be i tried to play it cool it didn't seem like anything went too far so i didn't hear any cracks (laughs) Uh. (laughs) yeah i i recently had quite a a big uh, shipment of stuff that broke because um I don't know what the French post office is called, but they were pretty Le aggressive post. with it. So I have to <laughs> send more. I saw on TikTok today this machine that like chews up your um, just like cardboard recycling and makes mm-hmm. that weird kind of wadded sort of it packing material. Like yeah. it, it crinkles it up and cuts it and it's all airy. And I was like, I need this machine. I need this machine now. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, packing, packing stuff is hard. Yeah. And so I'm just, I'm not sure quite how to do it yet. And I can't charge anybody what I would want to charge them for like for the piece and then have it shown up broken. And also like, I don't know what the shipping costs are going to be. These suckers are heavy, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's, it's not going to be cheap to ship them or easy. And then I'm worried about them showing up broken or like mangled or loosened in any way. Cause like, 
it's it's just very stressful. So I don't know if I'm ever. My going brain to be able right to now is them. like, could you suspend them inside a package of water and then pack that package <laughs> of? I don't know. I know. There's like. I was thinking of like supporting the bottom with like a little collar so it can't flip. But then like, I don't know. It's just if they if they pull it out of the box by the plant part, it's going to break. Like they're going to just break it by unpackaging it. You know, so it's it's mm. all of this liability of I'm happy to, you know, hand it to someone at a market and like place it in a box and be like, here you go. It's so tricky. You're probably right that at least for the foreseeable p- future, physical markets and like possibly some sort of boutique stores where you can you know drive or walk there or i was gonna say ship a bunch of them don't do that then but you know what i mean like just <laughs> but take yeah them, i can like, carry I can them drop yourself them and like yeah yeah you know i actually have a few possible markets coming up or not coming up but like towards the end of the year but everything is very like you know, depending on and we'll have to see. But the, but it's, it was fun because one of them was um, the organizer approached me, which is nice. That's uh, awesome. The other one I've I've like applied to be in and we'll see. It's called the Nerds Christmas Market. So <laughs> do you have <laughs> so stock who... for it or would you have to like sit down and, and really? I have some stock, but I, I in general need to sit down and make stuff and also update my web shop. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's a lot right now too with like school starting and I need to kind of find find my groove with that because even though it's only one day a week you know it's still it's still work and I get tired very easily still and then uh, I leave tomorrow as of recording for a five-day writing retreat slash workshop which is amazing (laughs) which I cannot wait to hear about and you're when you're back (laughs) it's gonna be so great so much to talk about uh but it's you know it's kind of like, ah, oh, that's five days. But yeah, I'm I'm hopeful about this autumn. I am. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm feeling better. And also like, I'm not going to say that things in general are looking up because we all know it's going to get worse again before it gets better. But I'm, I'm looking forward to a little bit more normalcy and having like that context of helping children find creativity Mm. or something see this is going to be such good information and and um good uh field research for our show really that's why you're doing it right (laughs) you know what's really weird getting to be in the teacher's lounge and it's like (laughs) legitimate i'm allowed you know it's because it's not like oh i'm gonna take you in here and get you abandoned you're like oh my god it's this magical realm of where the magical stuff happens i'm just like oh no i'm in the teacher's lounge getting tea talking to the other teachers Uh, (laughs) but also just like being in a school building part of me is like something in the walls just like it's like stepping through some sort of portal where you're like oh no I'm back in school and you're like no you're not it's it's been 25 years since I was in in junior high so it's uh it's interesting and like thinking about school and stuff and does everything seem me going back to school Yes and no, because uh, this is also like a, a much bigger school than the one I went to at that age. Mm. That the the school that I went to was like housed in an apartment building, so like we didn't have huge, just like a lot of space. Whereas this has tons of space, and like I actually I asked the vice principal 
if I could roller skate inside like the inner courtyard, it's closed <laughs> off and it's been raining so much. And she was like, you know, I've never had that question. I don't know. And somebody was overhearing. It was like, nope, we tell the kids no if they And she was like, no, no, no. Julia is wondering if she can roller skate <laughs> in here after school hours because they have um, like a, a PE hall. uh what do you call it? The gymnasium. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they rent that out for other activities when the kids aren't there. So I wouldn't be able to use that. And I was like, just the vision of roller skating through like the halls by all the lockers. I was like, well, if I'm not the main character now, I don't know, I don't know what would make me the <laughs> hey, main 80s character. Movie. <laughs> Very much so. Well, I'm I'm really happy that you had that you had a good time and that it I mean I'm happy that you had a good time at both but I'm definitely happy that you saw that this kind of more like salesy market or whatever you would call it was also your thing did you feel more comfortable doing the salesperson patter I mean yeah definitely um it was I was still nervous at first like the first day like making sure everything was right and having everything and and then like the second day I was like okay I I can do this I can do this I felt a lot more comfortable again it's like you know doing things more often makes you more comfortable to do them obviously so <laughs> I was I was really pleased that I kind of like felt really very confident and and good about like going into it cuz I I knew what to expect I kind of knew the questions that were going to be asked um so that was that felt really really great and I also was like firmer with things like someone you know asking about like oh is there a discount for me and it's like well no <laughs> like, you know like I, I felt more um more calm about that kind of stuff and and that's good yeah much more confident I do have one question though uh, before we wrap up that because you know you've done so many markets also. When you have a piece that has, um, I don't want to say a flaw because it's not always like a detrimental flaw or something like I shouldn't sell this. It has a flaw, but it has like a, any little thing, like a weirdness to it or an imperfection. Imperfection is the right word. Um, and would, do you feel the need to like tell people like when they're about to buy it or you just like let it ride and if they don't notice they're not a person that notices so it doesn't matter i wouldn't tell them because they've picked it up they've looked at it and like you're saying if it's a detrimental sort of structural flaw you shouldn't sell it but i would imagine that you would not have that it's not like oh right. you, you can't like you can't let the air blow on it because it'll fall apart but like they saw it and maybe they're just like well that's a variation in the glass or well, it's a handmade thing. Right. Like my solder wouldn't be like perfect in this one spot. And I'm like, ooh, like, I, I don't know. I get like a little, um, the perfectionist in me is screaming like, this isn't good enough to sell. Don't let this person spend money on it. But really like, it's fine. And if someone doesn't notice and I have like multiple ones and like this one has one little bump on it, it, it which has nothing to do with anything and they don't notice it or care, I should not say anything, right? <laughs> I shouldn't make it worse by saying something. <laughs> Absolutely not. Don't do that thing that it's so tempting to do, like point out the flaws in something that you've made or that like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, the seam is crooked or my hair didn't come out the way I want all these things. No, they want to buy it. They want to give you their money for it. Uh, I don't know if I've said this specifically before on the show, but I've started thinking about it as like if they take a picture of this and put it on their Instagram and like, I can't control the angle or any, would mm-hmm. I be okay with that? 
Because right. some things where you're like, well, this is just, it's handmade, that's the thing. But if you're like, ooh, that's not, mm, then I'm like, no, I will either, you know, keep it and use it at home. Which I totally do. <laughs> like, if it really doesn't even pass my test, it doesn't even leave the house. Yeah. So that that's my, like, uh, and, you know, sometimes I think both of us maybe are even too critical for that. But like, Yeah, and I think I was uh, coming to this thought... Um, as I was doing like the leftover sale on the internet and I was looking at a couple things that, um, you know, it's almost like I feel better having this sold in person because the person mm-hmm. who's buying it in the market is seeing it. They're holding it in their hand. They are deciding Absolutely. to give, yeah. give me money for this thing. And if I like a picture on the internet, you can't show every single little, like every side, every like get the colors exactly right. Like there's no way to show enough pictures of like exactly what it is. So unless it feels like really like at the, at the edge of my like perfectionist ability, then I'll send it out on the internet. But so like, for example, I had a whole bunch of Among Us crewmates in various colors that I ended up selling at the market because it was my first time making them. So my solder was kind of like bumpy and flat and like not great. Um, I sold them at a little bit of a discount because I wanted to just get them out of my closet. And also it was a beginner thing. But I figured I'm like, most of the people that are going to buy this are going to be giving it to their kid or their kid is going to make their parents buy it for them. Um <laughs> And they don't really care how bumpy the solder is, right? And so I'm like, and they can see it in person. So I feel okay selling this. Whereas like, I would have never sell it. I would have never sold it online, even for like $10. I still wouldn't have done it. I'm assuming the the answer is no where you would have done it. Can you like sand down solder? Or is that just uh, no, no, bad you have, in all the ways? <laughs> yeah, you'd have to like, like redo the whole like basically pull it all apart and and just start back with like the naked glass and and redo it all because if you heat up the copper tape too much the adhesive on the back starts to not be adhesive anymore and it bubbles it is a whole mess um but i mean it they all sold like they went and i was i just had to kind of like i was a little bit nervous about that i felt like i was getting away with something like <laughs> but i mean they were fine they i thought that they looked pretty good I've I've seen people sell things um, that I don't think as my as like a perfectionist that I am, I would have sold, mm-hmm, yeah. you know, in, in their like um, ability tree of like learning how to do a craft or something. So it but that was like hard for me. You know, that was that was the one part of the market that I was like, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I had to kind of keep my <laughs> my inner critic's mouth shut because it's like, shut up. If they're looking at it and they're buying it and it's fine with them and they hand over the money, we're good to go. As long as it's not going to like break on them, which it wasn't, um, you know, so that's that was one of the things I had to challenge myself with this time. Yeah, no, I, I think also like, you know, on top of people aren't as critical as you are and people don't know what's right or wrong also people are like this is an art piece Mm -hmm. i like the way it looks and people who are overly critical like we had this one guy who came up and he was like to his friend guess how much that costs like (laughs) and then like his daughter whoever he was talking to she's like that's rude he's like no it's not rude it just costs something (laughs) it was like yelling i was like uh Oh, it costs so much because it takes me hours. That's what it, yep. That's why it is. But so overall, 
Great show. I am super excited to hear about um, all of your adventures. You have you're going to have so much to talk about next show. This next show is going to be the Julia hour. This was the TIFF 40, 40 minutes. <laughs> so <laughs> um, yeah, and we'll we'll link to your your neighborinos and um, yeah. So uh, Faith Brewster and um, Sarah of All Seeing Studios. Yeah, we'll link to them because I want to get their names out there because they have great stuff and you should check it out. Um, and you can go and find our show notes where those links will be at relay.fm slash make do. We are make do pod on Twitter and Instagram and our email is make do pod at gmail.com. You can find us individually at Tiff Arment and at Julia Scott S-K-O-T-T. We'll be back in a fortnight and until then go make and do and then we'll hear all about julia's amazing adventures <laughs> it's got your that's your future children's book julia's ma- amazing adventures <laughs> the amazing adventures of scott two t's <laughs>